What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by the Vildia the Podcast. I'm bringing you guys a special, exclusive Saturday episode. I normally don't do episodes on Saturday, but my boy, I had a personal request from Cyber Shots. Y'all go over and check out about Cyber Shots from Cyber Shots and Shots with the Professor. Great podcast, great guy. I keep telling, talking about this Cadillac that I had, the lack, the lack, the lack. And Cyber Shot always wants to know whatever happened to the lack. He always poses that question. So I told him I was going to do a whole episode dedicated to explaining to him what happened to the Cadillac. And I meant to do that for the Growing Up DeVille Friday. But this week has been a very hectic week and I've been exhausted to the point where I just didn't record it. And didn't record it Thursday, didn't record it Friday. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I was going to save it for you guys until Monday, but I said, screw it. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and do that and, and get it out to the people right now because people are asking for it. So without further ado, let's jump in that way, 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 way back machine and go back back to before the light died now to get y'all up to speed those of y'all who don't know those of y'all that haven't been following along i should leave you bastards in the dark but i'm not so upon graduating from high school me and my boys me ahmad linwood uh i think that was it maybe travis we riding down the street one day we ride past this auto lot and there's Cadillac sitting on the curb. They had that jump posted right up on the curb. It was pearl, not pearl. That was, I'm getting ahead of the game. It was surfboard yellow. It had tri-star rims. It had Vogue tires. If you don't know what Vogue tires are, these Vogue touring tires with the white wall, and then outside of the white wall, they had a yellow line. These tires was expensive. Vogue tires on it. Uh, leather seats, some wood grain, the music. I ended up putting the music in there, but this was a clean Cadillac sitting on the curb. And I was sent, saw that Cadillac, and I told my boys, I said, I'm getting that Cadillac. So I go home, I talk to my mom. I say, Mom, it's a car. I want this car out of school now. Yada, yada, yada. So my mom talked to my father, and they decided to get me this car for graduation. $6,000. Car was only six bands back in 99 six bands so what ended up happening was my sorry ass daddy he didn't put in his part but what my mom did still being the great mom that she is we go down to this place she signs the paperwork she gives them a thousand dollars a band <laughs> signs up for this car hands me the keys and then tells me now you gotta pay for it she got me the car whole time, but she's like, now you have to pay for it. It's your car. You got to figure out how you're going to pay for it. So I was like, damn, it was my introduction into adulthood. Now I actually have, I had worked before, but I really wasn't working for anything. I just, because I was driving my mother's car, 
So all of my little 250 buck check that I get from Domino's or wherever I was working, all that went to clothes, you know, weed, uh, whatever I was into back in, in 99 in high school. So this was my first responsibility because then I got this car. I got to make the car note. I got to pay the insurance. Like, okay, okay, we got this. So that thus starts the journey of me with this Cadillac. Now this Cadillac made it all the way up to the DMV with me when I moved. That's like a 12, 13 hour trip. This car then had to drive me. Now like this was like, uh, what was it? What was it? I don't remember the year. I'm not gonna hold you. I don't remember the year of the Cadillac. It was probably like a 91, 92, something like that. It had a ass load of miles on it, but <clears throat> it made it all the way up to the DMV. So when I decided to move back to South Georgia, me and my mom had to drive this car all the way back to South Georgia. And that did not kill the lack. We made it all the way back to South Georgia, no problems. And I reensued my life. So this is when it gets wild. So one night, me and my buddies were out, we're partying, we're at a club. This is the 90s. This is when Cash Money took over for the 99. So this is when they had songs like the number one stunner. When they had songs like every, 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 get your roll on. All that, those jams. Cash Money was the group that inspired people to take luxury vehicles and drive them like assholes. You know, they were, they make the videos where they're doing donuts and Lamborghinis, Corvettes, everything. So I'm not going to sit here and act like I've seen anyone treat outside of a stuntman in a movie have i ever seen anyone treat a lamborghini a corvette a rolls royce this way so it's like damn so in turn me and being young and easily influenced i would drive my cadillac just like in those videos because i was imitating i was imitating that lifestyle of those videos i'm walking around i'm gold i'm i got dreads i got gold teeth I'm wearing chains, I'm wearing watches. I wanna be a number one stunner too. So one night we're out, we're partying, we go in the parking lot and everybody's kinda like speeding through the parking lot. I jump in the car and jump in the lake and I'm doing, we're, we're like doing donuts in the lake. If you didn't know, yes, you can do donuts in the Cadillac. If you've never done donuts, period, what did you do with your life? I mean, what'd you do with your young influential years if you never did a donut? So we're doing donuts in a Cadillac, four-door Cadillac sedan DeVille with the lights on because I had yellow lights on the inside. So I turned all the inside lighting on and pulled down the mirrors and opened up the mirrors and turned, I had lights on the mirrors, turned the lights on the mirrors on so the inside would just be illuminated. And we're spinning donuts. Now, the police are sitting right there at the edge of the, the driveway, but they're hired to work club security, so they're, we're on private property. So without a complaint, there's not really wasn't much they could do. So we're doing donuts, and then I aim my car towards the exit, and I punch it. <laughs> Drive out of the parking lot, didn't stop at all. And boom, I hit a BMW that was coming the other way through the BMW way down the street man i felt real bad about that i called the people they don't know so let me tell the story i pull over officers come up and first they tried to accuse me of 
fleeing the scene, but I didn't flee the scene. I, there was a, how it was set up, there was the club. Besides the club was, beside the club was a Popeye's chicken restaurant. Then beside the Popeye's, there was a Crystal's. Crystal's is another fast food restaurant. So once I hit this car, the momentum took me through this car and into the lane I was going into. So I was still moving full speed and in shock. So I had to gather myself. As soon as I gather myself, I pull over into the parking lot and I park the car. Everybody gets out. I jump out and I go straight to the officer who's pulled up behind me. So they asked me why didn't I stop and I was like, I just didn't. I was shook. I didn't know, you know, I, I was in, in shock so for a second. So I had to gather myself and then as soon as I realized what was going on, I just pulled over. So it's like, okay. So he asked me, did I have anything to drink? I was drinking a Sprite. Have you been drinking? I said, no, I'm not even old enough to drink. I'm 19. So he was like, well, that's, what does that got to do with anything? Why are you drinking that Sprite like that then? And I was like, I'm obeying my thirst because I was a dick. So, <laughs> so yeah, I had to uh, make a smart-ass comment. And um, so I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm obeying my thirst. That's, Thirsty, that's why I'm drinking Sprite, because he's being a dick to me. So I'm being a dick right back to him. White officer, black officer. The black officer is the one being a dick to me. So I talk to him. They go see about the other people. They come back, and he's writing up my citations. The black officer comes back over. He says, so what you getting for, um, what was it, reckless driving and uh, DUI? And the dude was like, no. I'm getting them for failure to yield. That's it. Because really, all I did was not yield when I pulled out of that parking lot. I wasn't drunk. You know what I mean? I couldn't even, I probably was drinking in the club, but I wasn't old enough to buy drinks. So I wasn't, it wasn't like I had access to drinks like that. So if I had anything, I wouldn't even knew what to order at that time other than the Corona. But, so this officer, he's cool about it. He, Writes me a citation for a failure to yield, and I think that was it. Failure to yield. And I go on, I drive home, I call my mom, call the insurance, and everything. But that did not kill the lack. That did not kill the lack. It cost me probably around $3,500 to get the front rebuilt and everything, but the lack was still rolling fine, and we were still going good, and those people survived, and they were okay. Um, shout out to you guys if you was to hear this story, man. I would still apologize for being a dick, but that didn't kill the lack. No. Next story. One day, we're at the club. Again, we're at the club. Uh, we come out, it's kind of cool night, so windows, the windows of the cars are all fogged up. We go to the club. Is there a common theme here that with the club? So we go to the car, crank up the car, we're sitting there, and we're trying to get the windows to defrost, but they're just taking, it's taking hell long to get these windows to defrost. And I'm getting agitated, I'm impatient, I'm 19, I'm young, dumb, and full of bubble gum. I'm ready to go. So I'm like, damn, man. So <laughs> like a circle formed in the middle of the windshield and kind of was spreading out of defrostation. I don't know if that's the word, but let's roll with it. It's defrosting from the middle out. So I have this little space where I can see 
in the middles, but my vision is impaired around the top of the windshield, the side of the windshield, the bottom of the windshield. But there's a circle in the middle that I can see through. So I decide we're leaving now. So put the car in drive, I drive off. I'm not even speeding. I'm just riding regularly how you ride through a parking lot. And then all of a sudden, boom! I hit one of those little dividers, those parking concrete, little concrete blocks that you park in front of. I don't know what they're called, but I hit one of those. We're like, oh, shit, you're stupid. Everybody's laughing at me. We get out the car. We look at the car. The car is fine at this time. So we decide we're leaving. We're going to go try to get everybody in my car home. So we're driving down the street, me and my partner. And all of a sudden, we start to hear that thump, 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 thump. You know the sound that your tire makes as the air is going out? The thump, the thump, the thump. So we like, crap. Pull over, get out the car, pop the trunk, realize I do not have the proper tools to change this tire. So I'm like, damn, what do I do now? I see one of my partners pass by me. You know, and we, yeah. They claim they didn't see us. So, but they were heavily under the influence of drugs and alcohol, so maybe they didn't see us. We start calling people. Nobody's picking up. Nobody's picking up. Nobody's picking up. Now, this is like 2 3 o'clock in the morning, so only a, there's only a select few people that's still awake. And then there's a, a, even a, probably a smaller number of people that's awake and going to answer the phone for you at 3 o'clock in the morning. So we like, you know what? It's still a little bit of air in the tire. Let's see if we can make it to my house. We make it to my house. I'll park the car. I'll get my mom's car. I'll take you home. So he's like, cool. Because he stayed farther from the club than I did. So if we can make it to my house, we'll switch cars. I'll take you home. So we're driving. To the point where all the air eventually makes its way out of the tire. We're going slow. So now I'm just riding on rim and tire. But we, we're moving. Everything seems okay. So, you know, you start to get confident. You go a little faster, a little faster, a little faster. Now, I'm doing probably 25, 30, 35 miles per hour, but it feels like we're flying on this weird feeling tire. But at the same time, we're not going fast enough, so I'm aggravated. But I'm still holding the speed, and all of a sudden, a piece flies off of my fender. Because it's, it's getting louder, too. Don't, 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 don't. What I'm not knowing is the rubber has come off of the tire and now it's beating up inside of the fender. A piece flies, flies off. I look. Okay. So we're driving. A piece flies off of the fender. And I bust out laughing. And then so my friend bust out laughing. He was holding it in the whole time for my sake. He didn't want to laugh on me and my car being jacked up because, you know, it's a messed up situation. But we're both, now we're both laughing at this car. As we're driving, we're seeing pieces <laughs> falling off the car. So finally, we found a safe place to park the Cadillac. We pull over, we park it, uh, wrote a note, put a note on it saying, you know, hey, uh, having car, flat, car trouble, we'll pick it up first thing in the morning. Left a note on the car. Parked in front of somebody's house and we walk home. Um, we're walking home. You know what? Let's take a break right quick and we'll get right back into it. So 
we're walking home, people are passing us, people that we know are passing us, and we know they see us, and we see them, and we're putting together our shit list of people that we're not going to rock with no more, because they, they're passing us, we're walking down the street at 3 o'clock in the morning, my buddy, he decides it's a good idea to try to knock me into the ditch, he's pushing me in the ditch, so now we're playing this push each other into the ditch game, walking home, and finally, I make a call, no, I had called my girlfriend on my friend's cell phone. I don't think I had a cell phone at the time. I called my friend, my girlfriend, and she calls me back. And I'm like, yo, you called? She's like, oh, you called me? Just saw that I was asleep, da, da, da. Probably on a, never mind. But either way, so I'm like, yeah, me and my buddy, we were walking home. My car's messed up. Can you come get us? So she's like, bet. She comes, picks us up, takes us home. Next day, I go back to get my car. Somebody's left me a nice card on it. Uh, you know, basically just, I don't remember what it said, but it was just like, it was nice to get the card because, you know, I was kind of in a funk because of my car. And they left me a nice little card, you know, everything's going to be okay, God got you, or something like that. This did not kill the lack. Cost me about 1500 bucks. You know, well, insurance, I paid my deductible, and my insurance fixed that car, and I got the Cadillac back. So next time, we're riding, me and the same partner. It's bad luck. We're driving to <laughs> Fort Valley. For, not Fort Valley. We're going to Georgia Southern. We're going to Georgia Southern for players' ball. I don't know where Georgia Southern exactly is located. I can't remember anymore. Georgia Southern is in doesn't really matter we're going to georgia southern university for players ball and um we're riding down the street down the highway no idea where we're going really and we we, we i wanted to take his car but he didn't want to take his car because he drives a stick and you know how irritating driving a stick can be so he didn't want to drive his car so we're driving my car headed down the highway and then all of a sudden boom explosion i had a tire blow out tire exploded we around the road pulled over to the side tires jacked up uh the left what right side of my car it's just boom it's all jacked up and i didn't have still didn't have the tool the four-way lug to take that tire off so i'm sitting on the side of the road unfortunately this guy pulled up um white guy he pulls up in his truck you guys need any help? I'm like, yeah. He jumps out. He pulls out the four-way lug, changes the tire for me, um, tells me I can keep the lug the four-way, and he's like, I'm like, how much I owe you for your help? And Buddy said, um, just buy me a pack of cigarettes. I was like, what? No way, dude. No way. I gave him like 25, 30 bucks. Here you go, man. Really appreciate you. We drive down to the next exit. We can find, we get off, we get a, whatchamacallit, guy looks at the car, he gets, buy a new tire, we had, we, then we find out that we're way off track from going to Georgia Southern, we have to double back and go back the other way, either way, we find Georgia Southern, we ride all around uh, that whole weekend for the players ball, and have a great time, and people recognize me, all the way up there, people recognize, the Golden Valdosta boys, and people are picking at the car. He didn't even try to fix the damn car. They're not realizing 
the car got jacked up on the way there. So we left my car parked for most part of the time and drove with the friends that we had that lived there, but it was pretty cool. That did not kill the Cadillac though. So, what killed the Cadillac? Relax, I'm gonna tell you. So at this point in my life, I'm 19, 20 years old. I'm working at Dillard's Distribution Center. This distribution center is probably the, what I wanna say, what I wanna say, probably five, 10 minutes away from my house. Um, and I had moved, at one point I moved in with my brother and we had our own house and uh, uh, it's a whole nother story. I'll go ahead and tell that story. So one day I let my friend borrow my car and he has no license. I tell him, don't turn my music up. You got no license. Just go where you need to go and come back. <laughs> Probably two hours later, he comes running in the house. He's got pulled over. He's jumped out. He's left the car. The car is sitting there beating with the music on. And I'm like, damn police are going to impound my car. They're going to take my car. This did not kill the lack. We go up. When I get there, the car is sitting there. The music is still playing. Still playing. But they didn't confiscate my car. So after that, I end up moving from living with my brother back into my mom's house. This is the house that's like 10 minutes away from where I'm working. I'm driving this car back and forth to work, having a great time driving all around this car has been over reliable one day i get up because i was lazy as hell i would always wait until like 10 minutes before i had to be to work i worked um what was it three to midnight was it three to midnight i worked three to midnight so um or was it four thirty something like that i worked the afternoon shift to midnight so i'd always wait till like 10 minutes before i had to be to work because i was 10 minutes away I jump in the car, I pull up, I be work on time every day. So this day, get in the car, I'm driving, riding around, and I turn the corner, I stop at the, um, I stop at this little store, because I had a routine. There was a store on the way, I stop, I get a black and mild, or a box of black and mild, smoke my black and mild on the way to work, you know, so I'm ready to kick things off when I get there. On this day, I pull over, I get my black and mild, Pull out, get to the stop sign, go through the stop sign, and immediately when I get through the stop sign, my car starts making this noise. And it will only go like 20 miles an hour. The car is creeping and making this noise. It feels like the motor is about to bust out of the damn hood. So I'm like, what the hell? I turn it around very slowly, drive it back up to the store, park it, check the oil, all this type of stuff that I think will be, might be wrong with it, making it do this, and I'm, and there's nothing, so I'm like, okay, um, whatever, get back in, crank the car up, hoping maybe it was some type of fluke, it's so, now the car is only going about 10, 15 miles an hour. So I have to drive that back to the house. Longest drive ever. I have to pass through the projects. I have to pass by the park, all these popping spaces. And everybody's sitting there looking at me, creeping along in my pretty shiny surfboard yellow Cadillac with the TriStar rims and the bold tires and the beat 
and the gun, 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 gun. So I drive it all the way back to the house. Um, call my boss, tell him I'm not gonna make it in today. Don't have a ride. My car jacked up. Yada yada yada. Mom comes home. We talk about it. We're gonna take the car to the the shop the next morning. Get up that morning, and she makes me drive. We didn't get a tow. She makes me drive this car probably five, six miles from our house to the shop. People are blowing the horn. People are passing us. People are pissed off. So we finally get it there. Um, leave it. A couple of days go by. I ask, you know, what's going on with my car? Nobody knows. A couple more days go by. Nobody knows. A week goes by. Two weeks go by. And, like, for whatever reason, this mechanic cannot figure out what's going on with my car. Now, in retrospect, I think I had so many issues with this car. From brake brake calibers busting to coil springs. Me having to change them all the time to just fuses. (laughs) Normal stuff like fuses. I had a lot of issues with this car. A lot of things that I had to get fixed. That's when I learned how to work on cars when I bought this car because whatever I could do myself, I learned how to do. And then, you know, I was constantly getting car fixed. This is an old car. I had a lot of miles on it. I think it was an intricate plot between my because this my mom and this mechanic were friends. My mom had been using this cat mechanic forever. And so therefore I had been using this mechanic forever because whatever was wrong with her car, it wasn't um under warranty or 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 yeah if it wasn't under warranty she took it to this guy um anything was wrong with my car we took it to this guy so after about two weeks three weeks a month nobody knows from this car i think this was a plot between the two of them to get me to get out of that damn car so i end up just going out and buying another cadillac a deville concourse pearl white uh love that car too and got the other car towed back to my house and I was always saying I was gonna get it fixed if I could ever figure out what was wrong with it. But you know, being young, out of sight, out of mind, I got another car and I just let it sit there. I just let it sit there and I just let it sit there. And then every once in a while I go out and I mess with it, I crank it up, I drive it around a little around a little cul-de-sac or something like that and tinker with it. And I never figured out what was wrong with it. And I eventually end up selling it, you know, for dirt cheap, just to get it out of my yard. I think we was moving. I think we was moving, or I moved. I'm not sure. But either way, yeah, I think before I moved to Atlanta, I sold the car to somebody for, like, dirt cheap, just to get it off my hands. But that, people, ladies and gentlemen, is what killed the lack. We don't know. It was a mysterious death. I would want to say naturally died of natural causes. Could have been sabotaged because... See, the night before, I was at, <laughs> I was out at this hangout, and it was a couple girls that were trying to get at me, and I was straight chumping them off. I was straight chumping them off. So, immediately, when my car started acting up, I thought maybe they did something to my car. And then, they had a car that looked very similar to mine, so I was like, I hope she didn't think I was her, that was, that was um, her baby daddy's car and mess with put you know they'll put sugar in your gas tank stuff like that but we're gonna just wrap it up and say that the car died the cadillac died of natural causes man hurts my heart 
even tell this story. But thank y'all for tuning in. I love each and every last one of y'all. Cyber shots. There you go. Now you know what happened to the lack. As you guys know, I'm gonna tell you. Always remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Because either way, you made a difference, my friend. Make sure that you come in Monday for another episode of Thoughts by the VLDI, where we're gonna discuss society and culture. Then, um, coming up this Wednesday, we have Miss uh, Jackie Rom. She is a author. Um, she has a documentary out, uh, and it's all about murder, so you probably want to check that out, yeah, that'll be up Wednesday, um, yeah, so, and if you haven't, go back and check out that last episode that I did with Joyce Miller, aka the Waste Speed Queen, where we talk about chakras, she has some very interesting things to tell us about chakras, she tells us about diffusers beads, the waste beads, the more soulful meanings behind the waist beads and everything. So y'all, y'all go back and check that out. Uh, we rolling over here, bro. We out of here. Peace.